Hey everyone, it's Dr. Rachel Headley. Hey, this week I'm writing one of the chapters in my books that has to do with mindset. And honestly, for all the programs that I do, whether it's online or dealing with one-on-one clients, there's a lot of mindset stuff that has to be addressed. No, it's no secret that women are our own worst enemy, let's be honest. Whether it's about our weight, about our career, about our relationships. Um, So one of the things that is scary about leadership is you have to expose yourself in a way that is really intimidating. So you're basically putting yourself out there in a new and different way. Maybe it's your first leadership role. Maybe it's your 10th leadership role, but it's at um, perhaps a higher level, a new organization. It's really stressful. And even if intellectually we know it's a safe place, it can be really daunting because basically the thing that we have to tell ourselves or, or accept about the situation and being in that leadership role is that not everyone will like you. So it's important say this out loud to yourself. It is okay that not everyone likes me. Go ahead. Say it. Okay. Now, this can really get our primitive brain freaked out. I mean, if you think about the millions of years of human evolution, if you were ostracized, it meant death. So, I mean, this is a lot to overcome for our modern intellects. And this is a really powerful force. And maybe you have similar stories, but one of the personal stories I like to share is... Uh, My daughter's eight, and when she was little and I was working, she would go to daycare every day. And I had a wonderful daycare, very caring and loving women. I still adore them. They're amazing people. Hi, guys, if you're listening, love you. But one of the really sweet things about it was that when she would wear a dress, they would give lots of attention to how adorable she looked that she was a sweet little thing and looked like a little princess. Well, what that meant was she wore a dress every single day. She did not want to wear anything else until she turned five and started kindergarten. And on the first day of kindergarten, she came home and said, "Uh, yeah, mom, we need to go buy jeans (laughs) because she did not own one pair of jeans. So it's amazing to me, and even at that age, when you think, you know, they're little kids, they're free to do and think and behave however they want. She still felt this need to be a part of the group, to be a member. The really interesting thing is that even as we get older and we feel like we want to perhaps distance ourselves from our parental unit expectations or the lifestyle that our parents are living or that our immediate society enjoys, we still tend to jump in to another group. So, you know, maybe 
your teenager wants to dye their hair purple. Maybe as a young person you decide that you want to live as sustainably as possible and so you are going to refuse to use one-use plastic. Maybe you decide that you are not going to struggle day to day like your parents have and so you make the steps necessary to do that. So even though we sometimes in some phases in our life want to separate ourselves from our environment, we still want to get to that place where there's others like us. And we've all been there. We've all been in a new job, in a new place, in a new school, in a new situation where we feel isolated. And that's really terrifying. So to step into a leadership role where you may be What's the word I'm looking for, guys? Where you may be alienating people or perhaps that you have a group of friends and now you're going to take this leadership job and now you are a le their leader or maybe you are making more money or maybe you have to make decisions that are unpopular. I mean, how many of us work for organizations that have downsized at some point in the last 10 years or perhaps have even reorganized. I personally was reorganized, quote unquote, out of a job a couple years ago, uh, mostly because we had a changeover in management and the area that I was hired to focus on and energize, the new management wanted to focus on a different area. And there's wasn't that I wasn't successful. It wasn't that I wasn't hardworking. It wasn't that I didn't bring in a lot of money to the organization. It's just that they had a plan coming in and I didn't fit that plan. And so there's a lot of leadership that is not glamorous. And I think that really limits a lot of us to take on that next role, whether that's fear of not being liked or not, we could have a conversation about. I tell you what, that's a big one. It's a, it's a big one for women, especially. We are the fixers. We're the ones that want to bridge differences. We're the ones that want everyone to get along, right? So it's, it's a real challenge. And so it's something that we have need to work on in our mindset and make, make it clear that, you know, just because we've seen leaders alienate um, staff, colleagues, stakeholders, doesn't mean that we won't do a better job, that we won't have our own style about how to support our team and, and how we make decisions. There's a lot of different leadership styles and depending on who you are and your style can really help you sort out those kind of complicated leadership issues. So whether you're inviting people to provide their opinion or you're making sure that you disseminate the reasons for the decisions you make or that you bring in your core team and your, the stakeholders really care and you work through the issues. I mean, there's a lot of ways that if you worry about that and that matters to you, that's amazing. You don't have to leave that behind. 
but it is okay if that is your style. And so it is okay that not everyone likes you. You need to embrace who you are and what your style is going to be because, you know, we're tired of sort of being clones for so long. Women have, women have, you know, I look across an organization and I see a lot of women getting stuff done and then not a lot of women in the upper management. So, you know, don't be afraid to be a woman in those roles. Don't think you have to be a male clone as you move forward. So that's just one of the many questions. I think I have about 15 so far of statements that if you say out loud, think about, make sure to address the mindset issues that come along with those statements. I think that's going to really empower you to move forward. And the fun thing is, is in my book that I'm writing, I get to address kind of all of these statements and mindset issues kind of in a really broad brush with, and then point to ways that we can all work through some of these things. And it's just really empowering and exciting. I really can't wait for you to check it out. You won't be able to check it out probably until mid-year, but I'll be talking a lot about it between now and then, so you'll have a really good sense of what to look forward to. So anyway, thanks so much for being here, guys. Really look forward to speaking with you next week, and I hope you have a fantastic week. Let's normalize female leadership one woman at a time. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for being here. This is Dr. Rachel Headley coming out to my webpage, projectleadershipsecrets.com. All kinds of cool stuff there from podcast transcripts, extra audio, extra video. Um, check out my programs. I've got 90 Days to Stress-Free Leadership. I've got Project Success Blueprints. I've got Change Essentials. If you're ready to transform your professional career, go check them out. What are you waiting for? Hey, and you know what? The other thing is, invite your friends. Send your friends, send your colleagues to the webpage. We need to spread the word. We need to get women self-investing, improving themselves, making a difference. Because my mission, my goal is to normalize female leadership one woman at a time. Let's do this. Let's do this together. It's way more fun to do it together. I'll see you next week, okay? In the meanwhile, go kick some butt, have a little fun, and start changing the world. See you then. Bye, guys.